Welcome to Table Topics. My name is Macho. I'm your host, and I'm glad that you're here. Table Topics is a podcast of The Table NYC, which is a new church that is forming in the Sunnyside neighborhood of West Queens, New York City. At times, you might hear some discussions. Other times, you'll be brought into stories, and you might even listen in on teachings all with the premise of wrestling with the implications of what it looks like to follow Jesus in this city and in this time. Join the conversation because there's room at the table for you. I wanted to take this first episode and uh, just give a little bit of a testimony uh, of what the Table NYC is. How did we get here? Uh, and, and with that, unpack a little bit of the, of the vision and of the mission of of what we sense God calling us to. So a little bit of the story. My wife and I, we've been married for a little over 15 years. We have two kids, Eliana. She is in the seventh grade uh, as of the time of this recording and Elias, who is in the fifth grade. Um, We have uh, known church, church life or slash, you know, organized religion uh, both individually before we met each other um, and then and then together uh, for our entire lives. We were both born into Christian homes. Uh, my, my home specifically was a pastoral home. My dad was a pastor. Um, and we've pretty much known life as um, people that are doing the work of ministry, whether it's like volunteer or what what sometimes be referred to as lay ministry or uh, as a specific role that that we are staffed and tasked to do at the church. For me, I've, I've been involved in church ministry for a little over three decades. Um, when I was 10 years old, I joined the worship team at my church um, and I've been serving in churches um, almost weekly ever since. Um, and I I haven't known life outside of that. My my wife and I, who my my wife who also has that similar kind of trajectory, um, I would say that we have oriented our lives toward uh, responding to this intrinsic call that we feel God has placed in our lives, wherein He's equipped us and He's gifted us uniquely for for something that he is desiring us to do Uh, and that is fleshed out sometimes in short term assignments and short term seasons and sometimes there are larger broader calls Um, and we've desired to orient our lives to follow that and to to wrestle with what that looks like for our lives both individually as macho and as erica and also as a family uh, macho, Erica, Eliana, and Elias. What does that look like? And in this season, that is stepping into this life of planting and starting a new community of faith. Now, uh, I'm recording this in 2022. The reality is that it was a few years ago that we started this trajectory. And 2017 is really when we started sensing this. And right before pandemic kind of hit in, in 2020, it was a few months that we had started to meet in our home to start building a church community out of our home. Now, why in our home? It's very unique and a specific reason for that. Um, I am, I'm not opposed to a larger gathering. I, I'm a worship leader and I've had the opportunity to maybe three or four times 
um, sing in a space where thousands of people were singing at the same time. And it's been amazing uh, and it's been glorious to, to worship at the same time in that sense. But I also know that if, if I'm looking at my life and my deep need of uh, of accountability, my deep need of being discipled, um, where um, iron is sharpening iron, where I'm able to be accountable to others, that would not happen in and of itself within a space where I'm simply singing with other people. There is something uh, additional that um, that that needs to happen. There's an additional need uh, with regards to our discipleship. Um, to, to, to continue to learn what it looks like to, to be Jesus followers. And different church contexts answer that question differently. And I don't think there's necessarily a right or wrong way, um, but I do think there are different ways that that can look like. And we've been really drawn um, since 2018, even before quarantine and pandemic and lockdowns happened, we really started getting redrawn into the Acts 2 and Acts 4 accounts where they were breaking bread in their homes um, and they were devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching. They fellowshiped together. They were, they were praying. They were in one accord. They sold their possessions um, uh, as, as, as needs were, would arise so that it could be said of them that there were no needy person among them. And all of those things, um, we started feeling this draw into a season of, of ministry that was home-based. Not because we were anti-large gathering, but we just felt that's what God was calling us into. Uh, now, when you fast forward and everybody was on lockdown, not even that could happen. Uh, so obviously 2020 made us shift and pivot what ministry kind of looked like. We ended up joining a church uh, here in Sunnyside, Queens, which is where we live now. Uh, and we were partnered with them for uh, it to, to, to different degrees. I was connected with them for about a year and a half. Um, both in uh, kind of filling in for worship and then as a staffed person for, for a season, but ultimately feeling that God was still calling us to shape and lead a community of faith. Um, and that's how we got here to the Table NYC uh, here in Sunnyside, Queens, New York. Now, with the Table NYC, um, when we look at the vision, what is, what is it that we see? What is the picture that we see five, 10 years from now? We see a diverse community that is being discipled. So that's very intentional, diverse community, because uh, if you walk up and down the streets of this neighborhood, you're gonna run into uh, people that not just look differently, but they think differently, they vote differently, they lead lives that have a different set of values, whether they be political values, whether they be ethical values or moral values. So there is diversity. Diversity looks different. Um, it's not simply saying that I'm Dominican, my wife is Puerto Rican, and we're going to have uh, someone that um, is Caucasian. And it's not just ethnic diversity, but it's even diversity in thought and in what you believe. But we, we have a vision of being a diverse community that is being discipled. 
not that is discipled, but that is being discipled as iron sharpens iron. And that is um, that is where we see this small in-home space, um, this, uh, this personal space uh, where we're not just singing with a group of a hundred other people, but we're having dinner with a group of nine to 15 people um, that we know their kids' names. We know their stories. We know the route that they take in the morning. We know when they have a, a, a bad day at work because we're consistently in each other's lives and, and we're being discipled so that the discipleship is happening within that context. Now, what is it that this diverse community is being discipled to? Our vision is that five, 10 years down the road, we would be a diverse community that is being discipled to do three things. Number one, live the ways of Jesus. Now, um, if you ask uh, people in, in, in the world, even if they didn't believe in Jesus, you might still find some people that would be intrigued by the person of Jesus, even if they didn't think Jesus was, was the son of God. So I, I think there is something particular because we're, we're not necessarily calling people to believe in a religion, but we're inviting people to try out what it looks like to live the ways of Jesus in this season and in this time, because prior to 2020 happening, um, living the ways of Jesus looked differently than even now. Um, there, there are a lot of things that, that have shifted in our culture and in our time, whether it would be um, polarization of, of political ideas, of, of racial tensions, or, or COVID kind of things, and all of the things in between. Um, it looks differently. So we want to be a diverse community that is being discipled to live the ways of Jesus. Number two, to love our neighbors. Um, it's not, it is not complete. Um, the entirety of the gospel is not simply us believing something, but it is putting it into action. Uh, and, and what does it look like to, um, in, in the New Testament, there is a passage. It's in John 1, 14. And one of the versions says that Jesus put on flesh and bone put on flesh and skin and moved into the neighborhood it became palatable it became you can see this gospel in action uh, and often this love of neighbor is is what we want to practice but third uh, we want to be being discipled to learn to experience god's presence in everyday life i think that god's presence is one of the more overlooked uh, and forgotten realities uh, when it comes to the Christian life, that God's presence is active um, and it is available. And what does it look like? And can we learn that together? Um, now, there's a myriad of ways where that vision, uh, and it, it might take two years for that vision to start to, to be seen. It might take five years. It might take a little bit longer. But how, how we do that is what we're seeing as our mission. And it's, we cultivate spaces where strangers become friends and friends become family. That is what we see as, as our mission. My, my mission is not to get people uh, to believe something. My mission is not to force people into a behavior uh, that better fits my particular 
uh, ideals or, or ideals that I believe are more important. I simply want to get someone um, to, to go from stranger to friend and friend to family. And I think there's a lot of things that can happen as, as that is fleshed out. One of the main reasons we do this is over meals. Um, we, uh, it's, it's by design that we are called the table NYC. Let me tell you a little bit about, about meals. Meals, they can be an important aspect of how we grow together. Uh, it's not just, hey, I love cooking, come and eat my food. Uh, I think it's an important aspect of how we can grow together as community. I think there are barriers that are challenged, political barriers, ideological barriers. Um, and I think that there are relationships that develop, that can develop more simply by the consistency of sharing a meal with someone else. There's just something beautiful that happens. It's, I'm not saying that it's easy, but I think that it's beautiful toward the end of cultivating that relationship that helps, uh, that, that, that is helped by the barriers that come down, that are challenged, and the walls that are torn down. I think it's at the table, and the table, it's often at the center of a home. It's often the centrific uh, place in the home where we can gather, uh, we can gather in belonging, and we can increasingly because this is not just once, this is the consistency of doing this. We can increasingly share both the victories that we experience. Hey, this is what happened. You know, we, 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 we get to know that the highs, all of the great stuff that's happening, but also the losses that we experience in our lives. What does it look like to orient our lives in that way, in a, in a manner that is giving space for the potential of the flourishing of relationship, that we might become that diverse community that is being discipled to live the ways of Jesus, to love our neighbors, and to learn to experience God's presence in everyday life. Now, now as we continue in weeks and months to come, you're going to hear a few different things on this podcast. Sometimes you'll hear my voice sometimes, or a lot of times you'll hear other voices. Um, and you might uh, listen to an episode that will have a story of what this looks like, um, what following Jesus looks like through someone's life in the midst of this city. You might hear an episode where we wrestle with and unpack um, some of the teachings that we read in scripture. Um, we might have an episode where we might discuss some sometimes taboo topics where uh, those are topics that maybe people don't normally get into, but we want to wrestle with things that might be hard to wrestle with so that hopefully we can continue building a community. It's going to be different. It's going to be nuanced, but we want to cultivate spaces where strangers become friends and friends become family. And we hope that this space is one of the ways that we accomplish that. Hope to see you soon.